Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, so over the weekend, you had the UM Sports Hall of Fame Fishing Tournament. All right, Romberg did not win. His boat did not win. Uh, let's talk to Damian Lewis. He's with us in the Orion Fuels and Downstairs Convenience Stores guest line. Truly steps beyond convenience. Uh, Damian, how many how many fish did like like who was on your boat? What was your situation over the weekend? We had Rich Mercier, uh, Alex Santos, JT Ortega, and Javier. We did a good job catching fish, but they just weren't that big. You know, I think the biggest one we caught was maybe ten pounds. But nonetheless, we filled the cooler. You know, everybody took home a big, nice bag of fillets. You know, mahi-mahi on the grill. You mm. know, can't beat that. Mm. I, ended up, I ended up stealing Santos' bag. I showed up at Rich Mercier's boat at late at night and just went and took Santos' bag of fish. Well, you said you said it was given to you. You took it? Well, I said, hey, man, you guys got so many freaking dolphin. I only got one. Uh, I need some meat, man. I came down here. I need to throw some meat on the grill. And all of a sudden, Santos like, hey, do yourself a favor. I got to fly out of town. Just show up at Mercier's boat and get mine. I said, okay. So I go to Rich. I'm like, Rich, I need to come by. Again. He goes, you're such a cheapskate. Why don't you go? And I was just like, that ain't your fish, man. And you know what I think he did to tell you the truth? Santos told me he had about 12 pounds of fish. I got it back home. I got a little bag. It might be about six or seven pounds. So I think Mercier might have go ahead and remove some of Santos and put it in his bag. You might be right because I had like 14 fillets in my bag. That oh thing was good. God, nice. So good. How, how? Like, did you guys eat them all or you take any back with you? Oh, we took them back. I put them in the cooler, you know, on Saturday. Put the ice on them, bum bum, you know, let it sit cool and chill. Little bum bum, you know, and then I drove home yesterday. You know, put up, uh, two fillets in each little Ziploc bag. Put them in a Buelos, uh so we better be good. You know, we probably grill up something tomorrow, Wednesday, you oh, know. so good. Yo, how does Benny Blades keep winning this tournament? That's a good question. I'm trying to figure that out myself because I'm thinking they might have something about seven uh, seven miles offshore, you know, already pre-called in a little <laughs> net or something. Yep. <laughs> and then they just go out there and pull them up because it's the same characters every single year. And it's beyond me how Ted Hendricks always taking a picture of a 15, 20-pound uh, my, my, like it's nothing. <laughs> Every year it seems like the same fish that they got I'm telling you, they, online they, posted they, with him on. And they got, you know, Ted's new fish this year. Like, bull crap. That's the same fish he had five years ago. That's, that's somebody putting a giant dolphin in somebody's freezer and just pulling it out every year. It's the same <laughs> damn dolphin in the freezer. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm trying to figure that one out because Ted's, I'm telling you, it looks exactly the same. The same bull dolphin <laughs> every single year. Damien, which, which player, who's got the nicest boat? Wow, that's a good question. I know when uh, we kind of go out with Big Pat sometime, Pat Del Vecchio's dad, he's got a pretty nice boat. Uh, the guy we went out with, Yabba Dabba Doo, on Saturday, you know, he had the AC pumping in that thing, and it was hot. You know, it was kind of warm on Saturday. Water's a little rough. So, you know, to have that AC blasting out there in the middle of the ocean, that wasn't a bad gig. Either. How about Jimmy? I saw, I saw you took some pictures with Jimmy. Did you get to see Jimmy's boat? He must have an amazing boat. No, I didn't get to see Mr. Jimmy's boat. I ain't got that invitation yet. But, you know, my dad's a huge Cowboys fan. I grew up in East Texas. You know, I love the Cowboys. And for Papa to see his little grandson, you know, 
damn near taller than Jimmy Johnson. That wasn't a bad day. Oh, that's really cool, actually. I never thought of that because I remember when you first got to UM and the whole time you were at UM and all you would say when we were working out is, how about him, Cowboy? I remember that every yeah, year. Yeah, what, what do you even talk to Jimmy Johnson about? Because clearly you, you like him a lot. But like, like, how do you even start a conversation with Jimmy? What do you talk about with him? Well, you thank him, you know, because that whole deal when Bush left Dallas and went to uh, Miami, you know, I was a huge Cowboy fan then, and I followed that. You know, I was all over that. You know, in Texas, that's all they were talking about, you know, is how, you know, Dave Wonstad left the staff and went to the Chicago Bears, and then Bush Davis leaves the staff and goes down to rebuild the University of Miami. And then next thing you know, Pete Garcia is showing up at your door, you know, and you got that, you know, that Texas-Miami slave going on right there. You know, a lot of guys from the state of Texas that left and went down to UM and played for uh, Jimmy. And now, you know, some of the guys were playing for the Cowboys, uh, Kevin Williams and our company. And, you know, it's just some of those things like, wow, man, like that's a huge connection. You know, that's right down the street. I'm a huge Cowboy fan. I love the Canes. I always followed the D-line. And, you know, and they beat the crap out of Texas back in 92. So, you know, just had a little connection going there. So, you know, I have to thank Jimmy for that and bringing, you know, you know, uh, turning the Cowboy program around, you know, at the time. Tom Landers really struggling with the team. He came in with one in 15 one year, and then two years later they were playing in the Super Bowl. You know, they brought a lot of pride to that East Texas area. So you definitely have to thank Jimmy for doing that. Can you tell, like, like does Jimmy definitely still love the Hurricanes? I mean, I know we see in the movies, like, you know, I'm always going to be a Miami Hurricane, but, like, can you tell at these kind of events that Jimmy loves being around those guys? Yeah, I mean, that's just the way it is. Once a cane, always a cane. You know, even coaches that coach here for, you know, a little bit of time and then leave and go somewhere else. Nothing like being a part of that orange and green, you know, being a part of that Hurricanes family. You know, we treat each other like family. You know, whether it's 10 years since you've seen somebody, or, you know, just the other day, it's always, you know, you catch up, you know, in five or ten minutes, and you're right back where you left off. You know, that's what's always great about how we do things. We have some guys that uh, were in, you know, that's doing the NBA program that I played against. And, uh, you know, they were just at all about how close-knit family we have, you know, with the Hurricanes. You know, guys that you didn't play with, guys that you did play with, we all treat each other like family. And they just kind of, you know, took a back by that. You know, you don't have that at every college program. And it's just a testament to how we are with each other and how we do things. We got uh, we got our pal and Miami Hurricane great Damian Lewis here with us. Uh, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong here, Brett, like when you're at these kind of events, if Jimmy Johnson shows up like like he's there this weekend, is he the guy who stands out? I feel like he's one who stands out the well, most. Well, here's, here's the good thing about the Keys is nobody stands out in the Keys. There's a lot of famous actors, a lot of celebrities that actually live down there, artists that live down there, and they're walking around in shorts and flip-flops. Like there's nothing extravagant about the Florida Keys other than the fact that everybody is just so laid back and enjoying their life. So there really is no, other than like the, the, the Hurricane fan that might come from Miami or up north that might come in and obviously see Jimmy Johnson because they see him every Sunday on TV or they see that beautiful hair that doesn't move. You know, it's just, and he's, and he's unbelievably tan. Damn it, man. I was standing next to him for a while. It's just like, what is the deal with your tan? It's unbelievable. But, uh, but he goes, I don't know what you want. What do you want me to tell you? I've been on the boat all damn day. I go on the boat five days a week. I mean, he lives the best life, right? When I grow up, I want to be like Jimmy. Like, I, I really do because the, the amount of time that he spends on the water, and it's not like he's out all day. He gets it in, comes right back to the dock, opens a couple green bottles, and he just goes, and that's it. And it's and the fact that we had him and Coach Rick side by side, that doesn't really ever happen. I can't tell you the yeah, last four or five fishing tournaments where you had the current head coach standing with Jimmy Johnson. That, that was really, really neat to see as well. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, neat. Isn't he like a 75-year-old Dennis the Menace? Totally. Totally. He's got like a little smirk on him all the time. He's always thinking yeah. about something, man. 
Help us out with something here, Damien, that we were talking about earlier in the show. So uh, apparently uh, word came out a couple days ago that last season when Ryan Tannehill got hurt, okay, and Matt Moore ended up playing the last few games and then played in the in the postseason game in the wild card round. And apparently, though, word came out where Archie Manning was telling a story uh, that Adam Gase, he reached out to Peyton when Ryan Tannehill got hurt, that he reached out, that he sent him a text message just and was just asking him, hey, you know, is there any interest there? In, in playing a few games, you know, that that's the, that's the way that Archie Manning tells the story, that Adam Gase reached out to Peyton Manning about possibly filling in for Ryan Tannehill. And and Adam Gase, of course, is then asked about it, you know, a couple days later, and he said that, that he did reach out to him, but it wasn't about playing, okay? It was about something else. Now, I got a hard time believing that Archie Manning's just making up a story like that. So why would Adam Gase feel the need to cover up in that situation because the easy answer is that Matt Moore, the backup quarterback, is going to get offended, but I mean, it's Peyton Manning we're talking about here, right? So why would Adam Gase feel the need to cover up that story, you think? That's a good question. I mean, you have Peyton sitting out there. You know, here's the Dolphins. They have a great defense. Really need a game manager in, and obviously we just saw, you know, the last Super Bowl with Peyton Manning with Denver. You know, he clearly just managed that football game and didn't mess it up and let a great defense go out and win it against the Carolina Panthers. So, you know, obviously that's just one of those things like, hmm, maybe that can happen. And he probably just reached out just, you know, I wouldn't say he did it with the expectations of getting a Peyton Manning to come in and sign, but just kind of threw it out there as bait just to see how Peyton would kind of react to the question. So I don't know if he was wholeheartedly into it or it's just one of those things that, you know, if it happens, it happens great. But, you know, I'm just going to call him up, you know, shoot it with him real quick and just see if there's, if there's anything there. You know, but to cover it up makes no sense because he could have just said just what I said. Like, hey, I just called to see what he was doing, how he was doing, how he was feeling, just to follow up with him and catch up with him. That's it. Yeah, and let's not forget that he has a really good relationship with Peyton, that he had him come in to the Miami Dolphins camp, and he's had him come in the last couple of years now since he's been here to come in and help with Ryan and see what kind of person he works because he told me that when he started coaching with Ryan, he made a little bit of a mistake on how to coach Ryan. He realized that he's more like a, a learner like Peyton Manning would learn how to do offenses. So he had to adjust the way that he was coaching Ryan. So I imagine bringing Peyton in to help identify a few things uh, was just something was a little bit of a familiarity for, for Gase and giving him the courtesy call saying, hey, I don't know if you're interested. If you do have that itch or that bug and you want to come back and play, there's always a place for you here while I'm coaching. Did you ever want to play again, Damian, after you set out, like, the first year that you were out? Did you did you ever consider playing again, or it's just, like, injuries, you couldn't get back at it? The first year, yeah, I would have uh, entertained the opportunity. But after that first year was over, when you got to sit back and actually watch football on TV, and, you know, I'm 34, 35 years old, I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to do that no more. And so it's just, you finally start to have some common sense coming to your mind. You know, you're 35 years old, you know, these kids out here 23, 24, running around full speed, strong as I don't know what. You know, the itch, like, yeah, I can still get out there and do it. It kind of presents itself, but, you know, common sense tells him and says, you know what, I might be a little too old for this now. And by the way, Damien's kid is a huge John Carlo fan, and they're all trying to get to this. <laughs> oh, that's right! Game too. I feel like we've talked about that before. Yeah, he's, he's trying to he's trying to get the, the ticket ninjas thing as well, man. He's trying to get them tickets for. Oh the yeah, Damien, are you looking for all? Like, are you trying to get down here for the Derby? I'm going to get down there for a derby. Try. We do not try. I'm a Jedi, baby. We get it done. Uh, so, now, now, all right, so you're going to go to the derby. Are you also going to go to the All-Star game? You're going to go both nights? 
No, I'm just going to take them to the home run there because we'll be flying in from vacation. So we're going to make a pit stop, you know, leave the airport, go check out a couple of home runs, and then get back on the plane first thing in the morning and head back to Charlotte. Wow, there you go. Lo- your son loves Sean Carlos. If you're doing that, you're a good dad. If you're doing that, your son loves Sean Carlos Stanton, huh? Yes, he does. He's a huge Stanton fan. Wow. It's funny. Yeah, that is his guy. Out of all the people in the uh, in the MLB, that is his guy. Now, are Number you, one. He's are you got gonna, to uh, blow up and everything. Now, are you going to try and buy the seats where you're sitting in, like, the outfield to catch home run balls? Yes, we're going to be in Section 34. I pulled that off last night. Oh, whoa, whoa he's on top of it. Okay. Yeah, right. man, got to be on top of the thing. I don't got time to play. All right. Yeah, <laughs> guess not. All right. Uh, good talking to you, Damien. Enjoy, uh, enjoy all that fish you caught, man. That sounds pretty awesome. We will do black and grilled and fried and in that order. Mm. There you go. All right, see you, Damien. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, that's Damien Lewis right there. Yo, when are you taking me fishing, man? I, I still, and I've been fishing. I can't on have you. I can, oh, you know I've what I'm never been guy, fishing. This guy, Romberg, when are you going to take me to the Keys house? When are you going to take me fishing? Yo, when take are you going to take me to the club? When are you going to take me? Give me, take me. Where have you ever taken Romberg? Give me, take me. Zazzo seems primed for getting scurvy. Zazzo's going to be in my chum album. You know about the chum album, right? Where you go drinking the night before and you wake up the next day and you're throwing up overboard and you just oh, take photos of no, the guy throwing up? No, I won't do that. You're in the chum album. No, guaranteed. I'm not going to do that. No, I, I mean, I won't drink Well, the you're going to have 13 them. of those little band-aids tucked behind your ear with the, the motion sickness No, thing, I aren't take you? the pill. I don't do the band-aids. Those, I mean, like, mm-hmm. I'm in Bimini this weekend and you got dudes walking around with the stupid How patch in that? back of their ear. It's so, it's so embarrassing. It makes you look so soft. You look so stupid, okay? No, take a little pill. You take the dram. I mean, boom, okay, and you're good to go. But these guys who walk around with the stupid bandage, butch up, man. Come on, what are you doing there? It looks stupid. I can't walk around looking like that. Why does your motion sickness pill look like a blue diamond? That's the one question that I'm asking you. I don't know. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.